title is so appropriately named, Jesus is Greater. And so we wanted to just bring some live uh, interaction with you guys. I guess this isn't live, what am I saying? Uh, but we wanted to just talk with you guys just a little bit from the conference about what's been going on at our church the last three weeks and also what's been going on here at the conference and how they sort of mesh together. At least I feel like they do. It's a powerful thing to see God at work, uh, not just at our church, not just in Salem, Oregon, but here we are in Indianapolis, Indiana for the Gospel Coalition Conference. And you have people literally from all over uh, the U.S. and probably from outside. And yeah. The message is consistent. The message is, is, is the same in a world uh, that is full of uh, you know, these, these unprecedented times. And the year that we've had, being a non-anxious presence and uh, living in uh, you know, God's em embrace, his hands, his sovereign control. And uh, that message has is, is been throughout a lot of the teaching here. Uh, that the nature and the character of Christ really fits in with what we've been talking about at Outward Church. Yeah, so just as a, a pastoral staff and a leadership team, we've just been talking a lot about, and, and Matt has mentioned through multiple sermons, this idea of like the gentle and lowly Jesus the, and just focusing on, on just some, some things about Jesus that sometimes we um, are prone as humans to forget. And so um, if we rewind back to a week before Good Friday, we uh, Matt gave this sermon on um, setting us up for the, the prodigal son sermon uh, uh, with the parable of the lost coin and uh, uh, um, yeah God only receives yeah. sinners yes. right chapter 15 begins with uh, the tax collectors and sinners were gathered around Jesus and then the Pharisees accused Jesus of receiving sinners uh, and as if like yeah <laughs> that's who he's there for <laughs> So you get to this point and like, it, it, you know, you go through these parables and, and we're saying these controversial things like God only receives sinners. That's so, I mean, even in our day and age, I think that's controversial. And so you think that maybe, maybe then you're going to press into that and Jesus, maybe he's going to back down and he's going to go, well, well, no, this is what I mean. But what actually we see happen in the story of the prodigal son is he actually presses into this concept even more. He wants to say, oh, you think you know who I am. You think you know me. Let me tell you who I really am and let me tell you what I'm really doing. And I think that that's been evident both in our church and here at the conference on a on a small scale level and on a global scale, God is moving his people towards this idea, to, towards remembering my name, towards remembering who I am. Yeah, so it's this ramp up in Luke 15, the lost coin, the lost sheep. There's more celebration in heaven over one sinner who repents, right? Uh, and then this this ramp, the, the really the culmination of that, and we've been camped here, uh, Good Friday, Easter and then this last Sunday have all been focused in on the story of the man who had two lost sons. Yeah, I think that I could eat up this story. I could go another week. I don't think we have plans to go another week, but I could go uh, another week, another couple weeks. That book that uh, we've been talking about uh, by Tim Keller, who is on this. Uh, he's on the list. Yeah, he's on the list. We heard him, uh, we heard him today. It's awesome. Um, but the, the idea of just that, that God only saves sinners and the very fact that, man, you're wondering and you're questioning, like, is that me? Like, am I... Am I worthy of being saved? Am I saved? That question is affirmation that you're one of his. That, that if you need God, if you want God, you get God. I love that. 
So I, I got to say, when I first heard uh, Pastor Matt say that Jesus only receives sinners, that felt super controversial for me. I had to think about that for a second. Only receives sinners. Like he doesn't receive the righteous. I remember you actually saying that. Like we, we you came out of the, the uh, worship area at the same time I did and you go, Jesus only receives sinners? Like you were, you were <laughs> contemplating that mid-sermon. Yeah. And I think that was the intention, right? Like, uh, and it's, it's not to say uh, that, that uh, righteousness isn't the aim. It's that anyone who tries to bring their righteousness, to bring what uh, good works that they've done. So, so he goes through the, the younger brother in the story, basically the obvious sinner, the prodigal. He's gone and he's, he's spent everything. He's lived obviously sinfully. But then Easter, we, we explore this phrase that the only thing worse than being bad is being really, really good. Yeah. Okay, so another yeah. controversial, like, wait, being good is bad? Yeah. How, I, I don't know, maybe we, it'd be helpful to unpack that a little bit. Well, I think the biggest thing that, I mean, I think that ties into this concept is like, we we tend to um, to look at God's law and we tend to look at the things, uh, uh, how we should live and the things that we should do, and we tend to want to be God rather than know God and serve God and live by his definition of how life should work. And I think that that's what Jesus is challenging with this is, do you really love me or do you really love a version of yourself that is bigger than who you are, but that you're projecting onto me? Um, which is something that we heard actually Dane Ortland talk about today, which was so good and so amazing. Oh the gosh. author of Gentle and Lowly, we got to hear um, just directly from him today. And just that concept of like, do, do you know God? Do you know things about God? Do you read his Wikipedia page? Do you know about the data and all the different things? Or do you have a relationship with God? Do you know his heart? Do you know how much he actually loves for you and desires to be with you? Um, and so I think that that really ties into that concept of like, it's not about the things you do. It's not about the works you do, which we all know as Christians. It's about the fact that you love God so much, you see that he is greater, that he is better than all of your works, than all of your ways, than all of the things that you're struggling and trying to produce on your own. That's the uniting thing, isn't it? That's the thing that we can gather around, right? We can come from all different walks of life, whether you're the younger brother sinner or the older brother who's been only using God to get his stuff. The thing that we can unite us. The ground is level at the foot of the cross, the gospel, right? And that's what, you know, this conference has been about. This is what we've been focusing on as a church. Uh, and, and there was this, this other statement that like he, I think he pulled from Gentle and Lowly, uh, this book that we've been reading as a staff, the statement uh, that, do you know what Jesus does? Do you know what Jesus does to someone who abuses grace? Do you know what somebody does who, uh, you know what Jesus does with somebody who continues to mess up? This, you know, obviously if you saw the sermon, if you were there on Sunday, it was this powerful moment. And everybody's like waiting to say like, oh yeah, God, God puts them in He's their gonna, place. He's going to bring it right he, now. The, yep. the day of judgment is coming. We're going to open up Revelation. Yep. And you know what Jesus does? He pours out grace that's yeah. the point God is rich in mercy it was such a powerful moment it's such a powerful moment and it's and for us it's continued on into this into this conference this yeah. conference has been so much about encouragement I would say 
uh, the encouragement and the unity of the gospel and, and what the gospel does, the, the necessity of it, uh, that it is that the, the character of God being brought out, the fact that everything that I, that I pursue in my life, everything that we pursue in our lives, all the things that we strive for, Jesus is greater than those things. Jesus is better than those things. And that's good news and that he only saves sinners. He only saves those who need him. This is, this is all good, encouraging news. And we as Christians, I think, need to be encouraged right now. I think that, you know, as evident as what you talked about and they've been talking about just all that we've gone through uh, in the past year um, and, and even years, uh, that, that, that what we need right now is encouragement and we need to look back and reflect on the word of God. I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to be here, but one thing I've, I've learned, and I think maybe I expected this, is you don't have to fly to Indianapolis to attend a conference, to see amazing speakers. Like, like, like that isn't even what we need to do. What have we been doing here? Jesus is greater is just been unpacking the book of Hebrews. Yeah. Like we have that back in Salem, Oregon, yes. right? Yeah. We can open the book of Hebrews and look through and see Jesus is the better Moses. He's the better covenant. He's the better priest. He's the like Jesus is the greater uh, anything, right? And 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 we can worship and we can proclaim that truth right where we are. I'm I'm so grateful to have been here, but I I, I just realized. No, no matter where you go, like we have access to that same kind of encouragement. I'm excited to be back with my brothers and sisters and encourage them in that way. And that's exactly what I've been thinking this whole time is like, oh, it's so great to be here. It's so great to hear from some of these um, men and women of God who are just doing amazing things. But at the same time, I'm excited to be back home with our church family to do uh, some of this stuff, to live outward, to um, experience community through the lens of the gospel. And I, I think we have so much ahead of us at Outward Church right now. There's so many exciting things going on that we're excited to tell you guys about um, and you'll hear about here in the upcoming weeks. But I think God is specifically moving on a global scale, on a national scale. But what I am uh, excited to be a part of is what God is doing in our local community, in our local body at Outward Church. And no offense to you, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe most looking forward to seeing my family. I mean, sure in a bed okay, come on. with you has been, come on. has been, it's been, you know, what it is, uh, but uh, sharing a room and a, and a car and, and time with you has been great, but we I have a few stories to tell, maybe. I miss my family. I, I miss, miss my family. I'm excited to see my wife. excited to see my kids. You guys, uh, you, guys you guys color coordinated really well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Matched yeah. up and yeah, you look good. Did I say that you look good? You know what? You, that hat. That's, that's probably good. Okay. I, okay. <laughs>